Welcome to your Relationship Lovecast by True Potential, the weekly web show and podcast that explores relationships and wellness, featuring in-depth interviews with acclaimed authors, wellness experts, health influencers, and spiritual leaders so that you can create a relationship and life you love. And now your host, Andrea Carella. We have already begun our amazing 14-day love challenge, and it's free. So if you haven't signed up already, be sure to visit truepotentialcounseling.com forward slash 14 hyphen day hyphen love hyphen challenge to join 10,000 plus couples around the globe. Now on with our show. Welcome back to today's Relationship Lovecast. I'm Andrea Carella, your host, and this is episode 22. Today, we are going to be talking about how to rekindle desire in your relationship. Now, what exactly is desire? Desire is defined as the positive anticipation and feeling that you deserve healthy sexuality in your life and in your relationship. Something to keep in mind is that there are other factors to incorporate into sexuality, such as pleasure, eroticism, and satisfaction. Pleasure is the receptivity and responsivity to sensual and sexual touch. And then eroticism is the subjective and objective arousal that naturally culminates into an orgasm. Now, another piece is that satisfaction. And satisfaction is that good feeling about yourself as a sexual person and emotionally and physically bonding with your partner after a sexual experience. Now, we need to take into consideration all the levels of sexuality. Now, in movies, we see things happen so intensely and quickly, and that's not really how the body works or how intimacy evolves throughout the process. It's almost as though we have a roadmap that looks somewhat inaccurate as to what the whole culmination of the process is, both for the man and the woman. Being able to be aware of that illusion will, and breaking out of it will allow you to start normalizing what sexuality should look like and what intimacy truly is. Now, there are different aspects of intimacy. There's emotional intimacy and physical intimacy. And oftentimes these two pieces go hand in hand. For example, if you don't feel emotionally intimate or close with your partner outside the bedroom, then it's going to feel difficult to be emotionally and physically close and intimate in the bedroom. In your day-to-day life, when running around, doing chores, discussing things, talking about issues, resolving conflicts and arguments, dealing with parenting issues, dealing with life, career, finances, if all those things are not able to flow or you as a couple have difficulty resolving conflict or getting on the same page, then it's going to pour over into the relationship inside the bedroom around sexuality, around affection and touch. Another piece is that if there are unresolved hurts in the relationship or things that still fester under the surface, such as lack of trust or being on two different pages around finances and that being a point of tension, then desire is going to dissipate. 
Some things to keep in mind are some emotions that interfere in sexual desire. And we can't minimize these because obviously these are factors that actually kill desire. If you have anger in your relationship that's unresolved or it's brewing under the surface, your desire is going to disappear. If you feel a sense of guilt in your relationship, then desire is going to feel like it went somewhere and you can't seem to find it. If there's also anxiety, whether you have a sexual dysfunction or over time you've aged and your body has changed and your hormones have changed and your functioning has changed and you're adapting, that can bring up some anxieties and insecurities that also squash desire or can potentially interfere in that interpersonal relationship with your partner around sex and being worthy and so on. And the self-esteem issue can definitely be impacted when it comes to those factors of anxiety or not feeling good enough or feeling incapable in some way because the body is changing or your body looks different than what you used to experience in your body or what it used to look like. So some other factors that play in are some other emotions such as sadness If there's pain or sadness in the relationship and that hasn't been resolved, that that can also interfere in that sense of closeness and comfort and safety in the relationship. Now, other factors can look like dealing with issues of lack of communication, for example. If a couple tends to avoid and shy away from these issues and both are dealing with things and not sharing what they like or what they dislike, that can also interfere in the level of comfort and the level of understanding between the partnership because one person may not know their body very well and may not know how to communicate that to their partner and vice versa. If their partner feels in the dark, literally and figuratively, around what you like or dislike, then that can really stonewall the process and make it really difficult to feel free and uninhibited and open and expressive around sexuality. Now, something to keep in mind too that is a big factor that can influence the chemistry, so to speak, in a relationship is trauma. If there has been a traumatic event or traumatic experience, whether past physical, sexual, emotional abuse in past relationships or with family of origin issues or even in the relationship that you're currently in, that is going to be a challenge. There is pain and healing that needs to happen around sexuality that hasn't happened. And so that can lead to Different factors such as dissociation, being able to disconnect from your body, not feeling fully present, or it could also create a lot of confusion around sexuality and love and desire and security and worthiness that can also make the terrain in the relationship an area of pressure and contention and self-esteem issue around the relationship as opposed to just the pure desire and enjoyment of sexuality. 
So these are some things that can interfere in the process or some things that you may need to look at and address individually as well as interpersonally in the relationship to make the desire have room to breathe and expand and flow and grow in the relationship. Now, oftentimes in movies, like I mentioned before, it focuses on this objective, like the mission is sex and orgasm. But we really don't realize that there is a process, there is an evolution of desire and the journey along the way that is even as pleasurable as the destination. So in speaking about that, there's foreplay and there's afterplay that we need to incorporate in the sexual experience. Now foreplay are those words and gestures, those hugs and kisses, those kind acts of love and kindness where you may say things in in words such as terms of endearment or doing kind acts to nurture the relationship, such as buying flowers or a massage or something of that nature, and making it a special experience. And foreplay can actually happen a week before, days before. It it can be a, a process that is not immediate. And so this is something to keep in mind that 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 can plant seeds of love and desire in the relationship that can make it more exciting. Also, distractions can get in the way of desire. Being able to remove those distractions is going to be really important. Now, when there are children involved, you basically have children that you're running around, taking to this place and that place, and Privacy may be an issue. So some things that you can do are to have a getaway weekend, have family members or babysitter take care of your child so that you can create that covenant space for your relationship to thrive. Or even just having periods of time where that is more accessible and feasible, where the least amount of distractions are possible. This can help you incorporate more desire and pleasure and play in your relationship as well. With desire, if a couple can incorporate more play and fun and pleasure in their day-to-day interactions, in their conversations, in their fun with each other, in their activities that they share common interests and values, and are able to have those moments where they're not just focused on being a parent, not just focused on being an employee, not just focused on being somebody that's taking care of the household chores and logistics and bills and finances, but that the relationship can also have a sense of sexiness to it, a sense of romance, a sense of beauty, focusing on self-care, being able to take care of your body, exercising, feeling healthy, feeling good about yourself, all these things contribute to a very fulfilling and satisfying sexual relationship with your partner. Those are some areas that you can work on to be able to open up a space for desire and for that rekindling of desire to occur in your relationship. In closing, these are some of just the takeaway points that we covered today. One being 
focusing on incorporating more pleasure play in your day-to-day interactions outside of the bedroom. Two, being able to remove distractions that take you away from the relationship and romance and desire. Three, incorporating more romance and desire in your day-to-day life with foreplay and afterplay, using terms of endearment, loving gestures, and so on. Four, having a getaway weekend or finding times in your relationship, times of day, that distractions will be minimal. Five, being sure to address any past traumas or any issues that are currently going on in the relationship, getting support around those things so that those issues are not interfering in the relationship, being able to address feelings such as anger, guilt, sadness, anxiety, being able to address any sexual dysfunction, self-esteem issues, or any of those potential conversations that need to be had on what you like and what you dislike in your relationship and your sexual experience. And then seven, being able to become more familiar with your body and your likes and dislikes so that that can be communicated in your relationship. And then lastly, being able to address issues that are points of contention or discord in the relationship so that that emotional intimacy during the day is also enhanced so that sexual intimacy can also be enhanced in the relationship. So improving that emotional connection with your partner so that in turn your physical connection can be enhanced as well. And then nine, being able to be aware of all the steps, looking at what the illusions of sexuality are and what the realities of sexuality are. So incorporating the the process, the journey, not the destination, and being able to enjoy that play throughout the process rather than this focal objective point that will allow sexual desire to be more open, more fluid, more flexible. And then 10, being able to get support from family and friends so that you can actually nurture your relationship, having people delegate certain responsibilities so that it leaves room and time and bandwidth so that you can nurture your relationship in heart, mind, body, and soul. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. Be sure to visit iTunes and write a review. I would love to hear what you have to say about this podcast so that we can definitely incorporate all the themes and topics that you would enjoy most. And it allows more people to be exposed to this episode that enhances the quality of relationships, communication, and health and wellness. Thank you so much, and I look forward to catching you next time on Relationship Lovecast. Thanks for listening to Lovecast by True Potential at www.truepotentialcounseling.com. 